What does it mean to abide? When we first moved into our home, every wall was blank, every corner was empty, and every room was uncluttered. I loved it. I love a clean space, an empty countertop, a bare bedroom. I'm a minimalist at heart, so I really believe that less is more. It took at least a year before we ever started to put pictures or art on our walls. I'm sorry, Nicole. I just love a clean, uncluttered home. Fast forward to today, and we have this beautiful explosion of joy named Leo. And those same empty spaces are now filled with brightly colored toys, fire trucks, building blocks, books, things that make loud noises. It's Leo land. And you know what? I love it. My younger self, the self that constantly felt the need to clean, pick up, and keep the countertops empty, could not have imagined the transformation that took place. Needless to say, my son has changed my life. My son has taught me what it means to just be, to be present to the moment, to enjoy the life God has given me, and to drink deeply from the well of his goodness. I don't want empty spaces. I want the fire trucks. I want the building blocks. I want Leo land. And I've discovered the reason I want Leo land is because Leo land has turned our house into a home. I've come to realize that what Leo needs as my son is not a clean, empty room. Leo needs a home a place to play and create and be himself. And I wonder if that's what we as God's children long for, a home, a place to just be, a place to play and create and be our true selves. That's exactly what Jesus gives us in himself, a home, a place to be, a place to dwell and set up camp, a place to be ourselves and a place to become who God created us to be. And I believe that's what Jesus is speaking to when he invites us to abide in him. Minnow. Abide in the Greek is this word minnow, which means to be present to, to dwell, to make your home in. To abide in Jesus is to make your home in Jesus. It's to be present to his presence. And Jesus makes it clear that from that place of abiding, of being present to his presence, fruit is produced. Fruit is the natural byproduct of abiding in and making your home in Jesus. Yet, for many of us, we've come to believe that fruit in our lives comes because we work hard or pray hard or read enough scripture. We spend so much of our time trying that we end up missing the point of life with God. Just like my desire to keep a clean house, we all spend our days trying to keep a clean home for God. But that's not what God desires. Jesus desires to be our home, our safe place, the place where we can just be. Jesus wants all our building blocks, our fire trucks, our books, and all of our brightly colored toys in his home. Jesus wants to be our home. And that sounds nice, right? But what does it mean to abide? Do we just sit still and say, I'm home, God? Well, you can do that, but There's got to be something more to help us understand how we can make our home in Jesus. My question is, how do we abide? How do we make our home in Jesus and be present to Him? How can we turn a cliche phrase into a daily reality? How do we live a life rooted in our abiding rather than our striving? Trellis My wife loves plants, and there are a ton of them spread throughout our home. Nicole loves taking care of them. The whole process brings her so much joy. And one of the things Nicole has to do in order to help these plants grow and flourish is 
tie them to a wooden dowel. This dowel provides stability to the plant and enables it to grow strong and tall. It's a tool that supports the plant as its roots grow deep and its branches grow strong. In the same way, we as followers of Jesus need a wooden dowel in our lives, a tool that supports our growth and enables us to flourish. In a vineyard, the vine branches are often attached to what's known as a trellis. A trellis is a frame of latticework used as a screen or as a support for climbing plants. The trellis is the vine's support structure. It provides stability for the plant as it grows taller and its roots grow deeper. In the same way, a vine needs a trellis. We as followers of Jesus need a support structure. We need a trellis of sorts that enables us and empowers us to grow and flourish and produce the fruit God desires to be produced in our lives. I love how John Mark Comer and the team at Practicing the Way frame it. The first disciples of Jesus took his call to abide in the vine and bear much fruit very seriously. They noted that in order to bear fruit, a vine needs a trellis, a support structure to lift the branches up off the ground and to the sun, to guard it from predators that could consume it and noxious weeds that could choke its growth, and to guide it in the right direction. Otherwise, it will bear a fraction of the fruit it's capable of, or none at all. In the same way, disciples of Jesus need a trellis, a support structure for our discipleship to Jesus that both guards and guides our lives into transformation. To abide in Jesus is to make our home in Him. And in order to continue to make our home in Jesus, we need trellises in our life that provide us with stability and strength. We need a trellis that helps us to remain planted in and connected to Jesus. And from that place, fruit that lasts and glorifies God will be produced in our lives. The question then is, what are the trellises we need in our lives as followers of Jesus? What are the wooden dowels and lattice frameworks in our journey with Jesus that enable us to daily make our home in Jesus? Here are just a few examples of trellises we might need. Prayer. I know, shocking, you never expected to hear that word in a book about Jesus, right? And even though prayer seems like a cliche of sorts when talking about abiding in Jesus, it's still the foremost vital trellis in our lives. Prayer is a support structure in our lives that enables us to not only know God, but also to allow ourselves to be known by Him. Prayer provides us with an intimate connection to Jesus. It's a way to deepen our relationship and our fellowship with the Creator. Without prayer, we live our lives unrooted. Without prayer, we live our lives disconnected from the Father. Without prayer, we live our lives trying to make our home in Jesus, but never really settling in. Prayer is a trellis that helps us grow deep roots in God's goodness, love, and presence. We need prayer like we need oxygen. And I realize that when I say prayer, you probably assume an hour time slot in the morning with head bowed, eyes closed, and a long list of things to say. But let me be clear. Prayer is simply communion and connection to God. It's not a checklist item on our Christian to-do list. It's not a form of contact with God that's reserved for the elite Christian. Prayer is relational. It's intimate. It's like breathing in and out. Prayer is a conversation with our Creator. It's fellowship with our Father, and that can happen anywhere, anytime. Or at least that's what God desires for our prayer life. See, it's when we view prayer as a time slot and an item on the list of to-dos that we remove its true value 
as a vital trellis in our lives. If we want to learn to abide in Jesus and to make our home in Him, prayer is a trellis we desperately need. Scripture. The Word of God is just that, God's Word. It's His written Word to us, a love letter from the lover of our souls. And it's when we immerse ourselves in His Word that we are empowered to make our home in Him. We don't read God's Word because we need a time of devotion each day. We read God's Word so we can connect with Him and grow stable and secure in what He says about our life, our careers, our families, and the world around us. God's Word is a trellis in our lives. It's our framework for how to be fully alive. And if we want to learn how to abide in Jesus, we need the trellis of Scripture in our lives to ground us in what He says. Because it's when we are grounded in what God says that we are empowered to discern the truth from the lies. It's when we are grounded in His Word that we see who we truly are in Him. And it's when we are grounded in His Word, growing against the trellis of His Word, that we grow stable and secure as sons and daughters. Rest. I know it seems weird to mention this as a trellis, and it's no surprise if you've read anything else I've written, but the truth remains that rest is a key trellis to learning how to abide in and make our home in Jesus. In a society that encourages never stopping, never sleeping, and constant grinding, it's harder than ever to take a step back and rest. But it's the constant activity in our lives that continues to uproot us from our home in Jesus. It's our restlessness that removes our ability to just be, to be present to Jesus, to be still in His presence. If we're always moving and going and doing, we will continue to find it difficult to abide in Jesus. But rest is key to our journey with Jesus. Rest is the trellis that empowers us to lean back against Jesus when the world around us is scrambling to get it all done. Without rest, we won't grow roots. Rest reminds us that we aren't God, we can't do it all, and that Jesus is our source and sustainer. Community. In a day and age where it's easier than ever to disconnect and disengage from any real meaningful relationship, it's so important to have the trellis of community in our lives. Whether we want to believe it or not, we all need other people in our lives. We need a community of other Jesus followers that will encourage us, pray for us, and support us in this thing called life. A community is a trellis we can't afford to live without. Fellowship and connection with other followers of Jesus provides us with a support system for the moments that inevitably come when we want to uproot, to run, or to give up. We need other followers of Jesus to help us see the bigger picture in life. See, the trellis of community provides us with more than one perspective, which is something we desperately need in the midst of division and disagreements that run rampant in the world around us. Without the trellis of community, we reduce our walk with Jesus to an isolated endeavor, one in which we are the captain of the ship and the director of our destiny, and it's when we live without the trellis of community that we risk living a life with no roots and no fruit. The Goal of the Trellis At the end of the day, a trellis is not the main thing. It's just the support structure that empowers us to live a life of abiding in Jesus. A good prayer life isn't the goal. A one-year Bible plan isn't the agenda. A long nap isn't the focus. And a community isn't the end of the matter. The goal, the focus, and the agenda is Jesus. It's learning how to abide in Him 
to make our home in Him. Each trellis is just another support structure in our journey of learning how to abide in Jesus. And it's through our abiding in Jesus that real, lasting fruit is produced in our lives. The fruit that Jesus told us would come only through abiding in and making our home in Him. This is how fruit is produced, not through striving, only through abiding.